Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, How are you doing this morning? Good morning. Doing well. It's actually, um, I was just looking at my weather app. I know, you know, everybody knows we tape these a little bit early, but can I tell you that today's high in New Hampshire is a balmy nine degrees. It is negative five with the wind chill factor right Uh, now. And this is the high point of the day. uh This is the high point. (laughs) So you don't want to get out and uh, walk around a whole lot, right? No, not so much. My little princess of a dog. Uh, now, Duke doesn't mind. He's out playing in it regardless. But the little one, Casey, she wants nothing to do with it right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boy, that's cold. and it, it's kinda... It is cold. We've got quite the Arctic blast coming through. <laughs> yeah. How long are we supposed to last? I think we've got, well, today's the worst of it. But then I think um, we've got another couple days or another. No, it gets better. And then Friday we're back down to zero degrees for a low Saturday, nine for a high, two for a low. So we kind of are in and out of whatever this blast is. So it's a little crazy. Huh, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, Colorado's nice. It's in the uh, 60s and sunny and (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty nice. Yeah, not Uh, so much here. I did did not even wear a coat today to work, so. Ah, well, I haven't left my house, so. Ah. But it is pretty outside, I'll say that, because we've got, you know, got snow on the ground and the trees have a nice little look on them, but it's it's cold. Ah, it's just cold. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, we've been talking about uh, overcoming uh, fear, worry, and anxiety. Um, we've gone through this aspect of waiting, uh, you know, looking for truth, hearing God's voice, uh, ask, seek, and knock, uh, listen, watch, wait, be, be led, keep asking, keep asking, keep asking. Um, and it's, it's really cool that God says, I'll bring resolution, and our role is to basically stay in relationship um, with him, and interesting enough, with our inner circle, with our spouse, with friends, uh, with people around us, that we just keep sharing, well, here's what I know now, and here's, here's what I see now, or Here's what I've observed, like we were talking about that story where God just kept reinforcing this particular answer. Um, and it was like, huh, um, because of our spirituality and our ability to connect with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit, see, is, is reinforcing that and say, basically, do you see what I'm up to? Right. Uh, I'm getting you reinforcement that you're seeking an answer and I'm giving you revelation about it. I'm, I'm speaking it, I'm showing you, I'm revealing it to you. And it's hard to describe it because people, particularly that, that haven't been used to it, uh, the thought is, well, how am I ever actually gonna know? Um, and isn't it up to us? 
to just figure things out uh, because does God really do it that way? And the answer is yes, he does. And because of our, our uh, residence of the Holy Spirit within us, he is at work all the time communicating and he's using our discussion. He's using our, so what I hear you say is this, or you just reinforce this thing in, by people saying the same thing over and over and over again. Is, it, is that you? Is that you telling me, you know, and the answer, yeah, that's me. Uh, yep, pay attention. Yes, trust it. Yes, go forward with it. Um, you know, uh, uh, go go with it. I had a, a situation where um, uh, friends of ours were, they had actually, this is during COVID, and they had um, gone to Hawaii because uh, they said, yeah, well, <laughs> we can work anywhere. We might as well go and enjoy it, you know. So uh, they, they went to Hawaii. Well, they didn't, they didn't know about the rules. Uh, right, and Hawaii has been very strict. Uh, and they were very strict. And um, and so they, um, uh, you know, went to the hotel and, and, you know, they went out and, went, you know, sat on the, the beach. Um, well, it was against the rules to go sit on the beach. Uh, they didn't know that. Uh, so uh, they got a ticket. Um, and it's like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever, you know, um, they get this ticket. Well, they didn't really pay any attention to it. Um, and it was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to bother with it cause I'm not going to be here. And so why bother? Well, they get, they get a letter from the court mm-hmm. saying you have a hearing. Oh no. Uh, that you have to show up to. And the penalty by the way is $5,000 fine and a year in jail. Oh my goodness. Um, and they were like, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is bad. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and again, because of these things happen to us, um, and this is this is indicative of, of things that, that we tend to uh, experience, is the outcome could really be bad. And right? your, your, your heart, because of the way I think we're geared, we kind of jump to the to the worst. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, because I didn't pay attention, because now they're they've set me up. Uh, they're coming after me. They're going to make an right. example of me, and I'm going to have to pay a big fine, and <laughs> we may wind up in jail for a year. Uh oh, this is awful, you know. Uh, so, um, you know, they they call us, uh, Linda and I, and and you know, what do we do? What do we do? And well, don't worry. Uh, Remember, God can resolve this. Uh, uh, you didn't do it on purpose. You you know you didn't do it uh, willfully. Uh, uh, yeah, ignorance isn't an answer, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, God will resolve it. Um, so let's mm-hmm. go seek God. Okay. Um, so well, what do we do? Uh, I said, well, um, this is technical because it's legal. Um, do not represent yourself. Uh, plus, it's going to be involving in Hawaii, people that know Hawaii. Uh, I said, let's go find an attorney that can represent you. Right. Uh, so that you know uh, what to do. Uh, okay, how do we do that? I said, well, I have uh, 
connections with uh, uh, ADF, Alliance for Defending Freedom, uh, and they have attorneys all over the world actually working on cases. Uh, and I said, uh, why don't I call them and then give us a list of, of attorneys in Hawaii and then we'll, you talk to them. Okay. Uh, so I do. I, I, I make the phone call. Yeah, sure. We got, we got people. We'll send you a list. So they send me a list. <coughs> so I send it to them. Um, so they started uh, going down the list. Uh, the first one didn't even respond. Uh, too busy. Uh, the second one uh, was, uh, yep, um, I know all about this. Um, you know, I've, I've got experience in this. Um, I believe I can uh, assist you. You know, this is how much it'll cost. Okay, and they, they, uh, they uh, remember they're in an ask, seek, and knock mode. So they, they go uh, to a third one. Uh, and the, the guy says, uh, well, I haven't done a lot of these. Uh, he said, I, I have a technical ability to do it. He said, but uh, uh, I'm a believer. Uh, and they had already shared with them, you know, that they're Christians. And, and I'm a believer. And I believe God will, will give us the wisdom to resolve this. And we can get to the right, right situation. And I just have a, a confidence that we'll be able to resolve this and it'll, it'll be fine for you. Um, uh, so uh, at that moment, and they're, they're, they're describing this to me, um, at that moment, and they're on the phone with them, uh, it's a cloudy day in Colorado, they're in Colorado, and a ray of sunshine breaks through the clouds, through their window onto them while they're in conversation with this guy. Oh, I love that. <clears throat> um, and so, and they were sharing that with me. And so mm -hmm. now they were saying, okay, so uh, which one should we do? I said, well, what, you know, what, what, do you, what do you think? What do you, what's your insight? Well, uh, the, the one guy said he knows all about it and he seems like he's capable and technical and it seems logical that we should pick that guy. And I said, I understand logic. I but. said, but, but I, think God, I think God put light on the other guy because mm. that's God's choice. I said, it's, right. sp it's spiritual. Right. This isn't logic. It's what God, you're asking, seeking, and knocking, and God showed you something that you need to receive. And I'm telling you that God's saying that guy. Um, and he's trying to make it super clear to you. And, and you know, what I say, you know, hey, pay attention, you know, pay, it's that guy, it's, mm -hmm. it's that guy, you know, use that guy. Yeah, but I said, no, I'm telling you, um, I'm confirming that that's the guy, you know, go pray right. about it and, and let God reveal to you. But I believe he's saying, I've told you who it is. Huh? Um, so they do, they go pray and they come back and said, yeah, you know what? Uh, we received that. Uh, we, we weren't even uh, appreciating the spiritual thing that God just did. And we're going to trust that, that that's God. Right. Okay. Uh, so um, uh, he does, um, and they hire this guy. Uh, and the guy says, okay, we got to go through a court hearing with the, with the judge. Um, uh, and um, he says, let, let's let the judge direct it. Uh, tell us what to do, how to do it, uh, and, and how to process it. You know? So he says, let's get on a call with her. Um, okay. So he gets on a call with her with them. 
and says, you know, they're so sorry. Uh, we, you know, they didn't know what, to, what they're doing. What would you have us do? And uh, it was, well, um, why don't you present your case in writing, send it to me, I'll consider it, and then I'll get back to you with what I would like to do with it. Um, uh, and just lay it out as, as, as clearly and simply as you can, um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll respond to it. Um, and so I'll just wait for you to do this. Um, and don't worry about showing up in court. You don't have to file any briefs. Just send me a, a letter uh, with the explanation, and I'll consider it. Okay. So uh, they put together this letter, and just and the guy said, just write the truth down. So they put the truth down, wrote it out, uh, processed it. Um, the guy, you know, edited it, you know, from a legal point of view, um, and then he sends it to this uh, judge. Uh, so uh, a week later, uh, they get a uh, uh, a ruling, a letter, uh, email actually, email back from the judge. I've considered uh, what you had to, what you had to offer. Um, I know you. I know you didn't do this on purpose, so I'm dismissing the case, Excellent. and you don't have to pay nothing, mm. not even a fine. You pay nothing. It's released, done. It's over. Wow! If you come back, follow the rules. Follow the rules. <laughs> Find out the rules I don't want, and follow and she them. Says, she says, "I don't ever want to see you in my court again." You know, so, uh, so I'm assuming you're gonna you're gonna follow the rules. And okay, you know, mm -hmm. and so. Uh, they got off. Not only did they not have the problem, they didn't have any consequences uh, to it at all. Um, and it was just, again, God directing traffic to right. pr process, process, process. Let me show you what to do. Let me show you how to do this. Do it this way. And, and uh, Lynn and I were used as an inner circle to just, well, you know, why don't we think of it this way? Oh, what about this? Let's go look for this. Let's go seek this. Um, it's not that we had the answer. It's that we walk alongside of somebody who is uh, has a heart to process. Right. Here's what I'm hearing. Here's what I'm receiving. What do you think? Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm receiving. Don't you see God at work? And And all I can say is that it works that way all the time. That's a beautiful uh, gift, right? Yeah, that God says, I'll get you the answer and, and talk it through, mm -hmm. process it through, listen and watch, wait, let me give you truth and follow the truth um, and I'll get you to the answer. You know, And so that's what we can say is why you can overcome worry, fear, and anxiety because God says, well, <laughs> how about if I just resolve it for you? you know, so, uh, and he will. Uh, you know, and sometimes you're in the middle of it. And it's like, well, it's not getting resolved yet. He said, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm lining up some things. I'm doing some things. We got some processing of things. Let me let me guide you and lead you, and I'll show you the way. And by the way, sometimes there's personal growth in the middle of that. You know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so as we continue this, uh, go to uh, Hebrews 3, uh, 12 to 19. It's an interesting statement about uh, listening. Uh, and how important it is to follow. So uh, Hebrews 3, 12 to 19. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. 
As it is said, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not all those who left Egypt led by Moses and with whom he was provoked for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief. Yep. So, um, you know, he makes a, a statement, this is important as we're pursuing this, uh, is that, uh, you know, the Israelites uh, had crossed the Red Sea. Uh, they had had the miracle of the parting of the Red Sea. Actually, uh, they came across on dry ground, which is another miracle. Uh, the uh, water uh, overran the Egyptians, uh, so they were all killed, and so they were free. They were saved. They crossed the Red Sea, and God says, My will is for now take you to the promised land uh, to give you the abundant life that's there. And, yeah, there's an enemy there. Uh, and it's going to be uh, a battle, but I'll overcome it step by step by step, city by city, and you'll occupy this beautiful place and give. let me give you covenant life. Blessed to be a blessing. Um, and that's why he says today when you hear his voice. Uh, now, the, the, uh, the Greek there is now. Uh, now, as you're pursuing uh, answers, you will hear my voice. You're going to hear my voice now, now and always. So respond to what, I, what I'm telling you. Uh, they heard his voice. This is what they want you to do. This is what God says I want you to do. What was their response? They, they had disbelief. Yeah. They, they actually, when they sent out the scouts, they did not believe that they could overcome and actually accomplish what God was calling them to do. Right, right. and they said, we're not going. Yeah, uh, we're not willing to process any further because mm -hmm. we've decided that it's too tough, mm -hmm. and we are actually going to uh, have hardship if we do this. So we've decided that we're not going to go. Uh, and here's the impact of that: in that God said, "Okay." Um, it says He was angry at them for forty years. Uh, well, that's not a good place to be. <laughs> no. Uh, to have God angry at you for 40 years. Um, and, the, and the reason, think about what's the reason that he was angry? This is interesting. He had so much more for them that yeah. he wanted to step them into. And if they could simply believe and step with him, then he could have delivered it. Yeah. Like uh, us giving a gift to our children who don't understand what we're giving them, you yeah. know. Yeah, um, so that he says, I have the very, very best mm -hmm. ready to deliver to you. And you're telling me that you're not willing to receive that because you decided it, it, it isn't going to work? Or that so, it's too hard. That it's too hard. And so you don't, you're not trusting me because I've told you I'm going to do it. I'm going to mm -hmm. deliver it to you. And you're not willing to go. Uh, and my anger uh, isn't... Uh, spite, it's disappointment. Uh, it's I, now I can't give it to you because you aren't willing to go with me uh, through the process to the point of, of the resolution, to the point of, of what I have for you. And you've said no. And, and it said, so he was angry and he said they could not 
enter the promised land because of their unbelief. And the word there is refusal to be persuaded that what God had to say was true, that I'm not willing to go. And they didn't pursue any further, help me understand this, give me more clarity, give me more. I think that definition is so important where you say refusal to be persuaded. It's not that you have to initially completely believe it. You have to be willing to stay in process with God and let him grow that belief in you as well. Right. That's right. Um, so that upon their refusal, well, I'm not going to process any further. Mm-hmm. God said, okay. Um, then I have nothing more to give you and I have nothing more to, to deliver to you because you've stopped the process. And see, as we, as we look at uh, overcoming fear, worry, and anxiety, it's, it's got, you got to stay in process. Uh, it's not that, well, this is going to be bad. So I guess it's just going to be bad, and I'm not even willing to process any further with God what he would have to say. And by the way, that, that's uh, uh, stimulated by two things. One is we've never learned it. Uh, so we've lived a natural life in the flesh. As a believer, we're a believer, so we know our eternal destiny, but we've lived in the flesh, and we've never experienced God providing resolution. Um, we've we've gotten maybe some of our own resolution sometimes, right. but we've got a lot of times where it didn't work. Or there are times when he <laughs> has resolved something and we have been so caught in what the world does and world says and what I think I've done that we don't actually see that it was God doing it. Yeah. Too. Yeah. You know? So I've never learned it. Um, and I don't even have a thought of, well, it doesn't seem to me that that works because I've never mm-hmm. seen it work. I've never been a part of that. And yeah, I know that's why we're trying to help you uh, through our, you and our podcast, come and see finding truth in a world of chaos is um, if you would process this, try it, start it, you're going to see that it really works. So we're encouraging you, you know, to don't just because you don't know it, right? don't refuse to pursue it. And then the second thing is, is that, um, uh, and I hear a lot of people say this, well, I prayed that God would resolve it, and I gave him my list <laughs> of what I wanted him to do, uh, but nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since it didn't happen, why would I want to trust any further? Because it seems to me that it's not going to work anyway, so why bother? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tried it before, nothing happened. Uh, and so my life is kind of miserable, or I've got a lot of over uh, adversity that seems to pile up or uh, yeah, I might have one good thing happen and then I have a few few bad things happen. Isn't life tough? <coughs> and um, God says, well, um, I need to reveal to you that you can trust me, but you can't direct traffic for me to follow you. You're gonna have to follow me because why? I know the answer and I'm sovereign and I have the, uh, the superiority to deliver but you have to surrender your will to me to walk into the promised land, uh, what, what I have to do for you. So uh, all, we, all we can say is, is that um, everything that happens is not God's will. That's what, that's what we have to understand. Uh, rather, he says, I invite you to receive my will. If you say no, you will not experience my will and I'll let you not experience my will. Right. Uh, and in this case, two million people died outside of God's will. 
Uh, they when never, he had so much more for them. Yeah, yeah, and they never made it. The only ones that made it were Joshua and Caleb and the next generation uh, because they refused to process further. So that as you're seeking uh, answers from, from God about these issues, uh, it's always stay in process. Let me learn more. Let me ask, seek, and knock. Let me listen, watch, wait. Let me process with you further. Uh, show me the way. Um, I'll wait for you to, to give me the thing, but I'm not going to quit. Uh, I'm going to stay with you uh, so that I can fulfill and receive your will instead of being rejected because I decided I didn't want to. And, uh, and we got to realize that God will let us fail because of it. Uh, right. And we encourage you to go the other direction. Well, keep keep asking, keep asking, keep asking, and stay stay in process. <clears throat> okay, go to uh, Hebrews ten uh, thirty five to thirty eight. He uh, tells us uh, again an aspect of this in terms of of uh, what we're what we are to do. Hebrews ten thirty five to thirty eight. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. For yet a little while, and the coming one will come and will not delay, but my righteous one shall live by faith, and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Yeah. So he says, um, uh, your role is to Mm -hmm. uh, don't throw away the opportunity. Uh, He's described Mm -hmm. this before as you have the opportunity to march into the throne room. Uh, and talk to me, uh, and let me process with you, and t- so for me to give you my answer. So, don't throw that away, uh, but uh, come in with boldness and say, you know, I'm looking for answers. I'm looking for a resolution. You say you're going to deliver it to me, so I'm here to receive it. Uh, he said you can have that confidence and that boldness. March right in, uh, and then he makes this interesting statement: after you've done my will, you receive the promise. Uh, well, what's imp- implied there is two parts. One, God says, my will is to deliver to you a promise. I will fulfill this. I will resolve this. I will make this uh, come to a satisfactory conclusion for you in reality. The circumstance that you're facing, I can handle this, and I can get you uh, a beautiful answer to this. That's my promise. Along the way, I'm going to give you instruction of taking a step, kind of like I, I talked about with that guy that had to tell his, his company about, right. uh, uh, well, that's my set of instruction. After you do that that piece of my will and followed my instruction, then I'm, the next thing unfolded. I'm, then the next thing unfolded, I'm going to give you my promise. So that mm-hmm. uh, it's always, uh, what do I understand? Mm-hmm. What's your promise? What do you say? What are you going to do? And then what is it that you want me to do? And and remember, all he's got to do, he's trying to get us into the right place. Mm -hmm. And so it's take this step. Do this this action. Be obedient to this instruction uh, so that you can get to the right place for me to deliver uh, the promise that I have for you uh, and and come and be with me. So that, you know, with uh, Joshua, when he did go across the... uh, uh, the Jordan, uh, the first city was Jericho. Uh, and then he had a whole new set of instructions. Yeah. Uh, and said, okay, we're going to do that first. Okay. I'm willing to do that. And he said, now here's how I want you to do it. 
uh, march around the city uh, for seven days and then seven times, blow the trumpet, and the walls will fall in and we'll, we'll uh, conquer them. That was his instruction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> God said, I promise to deliver the city to you. My instruction to you is blow the trumpets. Okay, so what, what could, what, we know what Joshua did, but what, how could he have approached that as a, as a he, warrior? Oh, he could have just gone in and gone to battle instead, and, yeah. you know, or done anything that would have been more the natural, logical way to do it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me, so um, I think I'll go do this. And God said, well, if you, if you choose not to follow my instruction, my will, you will not receive the promise. So he could have thwarted the promise by refusing to be faithful to the instruction that he got. And all God needed him to do is that <laughs> I need you to be in Jericho and here's yeah. how here's how we're gonna do this and, and, and do you trust me uh, with what I'm gonna do because it's gonna be supernatural right. um, and let me deliver that to you. But I do need you to be faithful to the step I'm asking you to take, by the way, uh, don't shrink. He says, don't shrink back in in uh, faith by saying, um, I'm going to walk by sight. No, I'm going to follow you by based on what your instruction is. Uh, and that's what's going to happen as you get these resolutions to your issues is, well, what do you have to say? What do you have to say? Here's my step of instruction. Here's what I want you to do. Um, you know, and, and it's a beautiful uh, way of doing it. So. We can, we can trust it. Um, actually, we talk about the supernatural. Go to Hebrews 2, uh, 1 to 4. Hebrews 2, 1 to 4. Therefore, we must pay closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard, while God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Yeah. Uh, so he says, don't neglect so great a salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, the word salvation there is deliverance, uh, wholeness, completeness, mm-hmm. uh, all of the covenant life that I have for you, I'm going to deliver to you. Um, and so don't look at salvation as a ticket to heaven, but rather it's uh, uh, entrance into eternity. So I am going to I am going to be eternally with him. But it starts now with God delivering right. the fullness of the blessedness of life that I have for you in a world of trouble, because, hey, you're going to have trouble. Uh, you're going to have things that cause you worry, fear and anxiety. Yeah, I know that. Um let me let me show you how I'm going to overcome it uh, and deliver that to you and don't neglect it. Okay, so think about that. When it says neglect, how would how do we neglect anything? What does that word neglect but, mean? Really, if we don't pay attention to it, you know, if we don't if we don't tend it, if we don't and stay with that in that process. And I think there was another verse that we just read, another passage that said also. Um, a warning about neglecting, not neglecting his word. Right. And um, I, that's a great visual to me. Um, you know, you think about a neglected child, yeah. you know, and somebody's not tending the needs, that sort of thing is what yeah. I picture. Yeah. And, and so he says, um, neglect 
is that you don't pay attention. Um, you don't pursue it. Uh, you're neglecting so great a salvation that, uh, and again, think about how beautiful this is. God says, I, I am able, desiring, capable of, and going to deliver to you an answer to this problem you got, right. which is causing you worry, fear, and anxiety. I said, I right. understand that. But I, if you don't stay with me, if you neglect it, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, yeah. he, he said, the burden is, is not on you resolving it. It's on staying with me mm-hmm. by paying attention, walking with me, staying in my kingdom, letting me guide you, letting me lead you, letting me show you the truth, step by step by step, following mm-hmm. my instruction uh, to let me resolve this very issue that, that you got. Um, and I don't want you to neglect it by basically saying, I don't care or why bother or what's the use? It's, well, why would you, <laughs> God's saying, why would you do that when I, when I want to do it and I'm going to do it uh-huh. and deliver to it? And he said, now, by the way, what I'll do, uh, and this is in verse four, is I'll bear witness. And the word bear witness means I will prove out in reality, real stuff that's going, it's not hypothetical. It's not just theological. It's, I'm gonna prove out, bear witness in real stuff. Uh, He says, signs and wonders and miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to my will, which I'm telling you, my will is to do supernatural stuff to resolve your issues. To resolve it, right. Yeah, Um, and the Greek there, it's interesting. it's the same word, uh, miracles, miracles, miracles. Um, and they interpret it because they don't want to write it that way. They say, well, it must be signs and wonders and, um, you know, uh, supernatural things and miracles uh, and signs of the Holy Spirit is, um, it's, it's supernatural stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do over-the-top deliverance of things. And this is cool. Why? Well, because he can. <laughs> right, right. Um, see, he's not limited. Uh, to the cause and effect of the natural world of, well, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I got a problem. It's in the natural world. I can see the, the reason for it. Um, it could be bad. Mm-hmm. And God says, yeah, I know, but I am superior to all that. I can resolve it because I'll do it supernaturally in a way that will demonstrate that it's my power, by the way, which will bring me glory. Um, and you'll and you'll tell people, and it'll bear witness to him. Yeah. it'll bear witness yeah. to him. And yeah. you'll tell and you'll tell people um, how fantastic it is, right? Uh, of what I did, you know. And again, um, uh, when we think of signs and wonders and miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit, um, it's really unique to us. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even have to be what I would call over the top big. It just wow, I I, I saw what happened. Uh, right. I experienced what happened. Um, I'll give you an example. I have a uh, uh, this is a family, uh, and the the wife uh, was uh, a little bit fearful of uh, the kids uh, and COVID, and you know, getting outside, and uh, they had to go to a, a swimming uh, meet, um, and you know, and, and this is lately where there's uh, the COVID Omicron is really very highly contagious. Right. So right. 
<laughs> kind of everybody. I, I've Pretty known, much everybody's going to get yeah, it. <laughs> uh, people, people are getting it all over the place. Uh, so she was you know, worried about that and concerned about that. And uh, and so I've been, you know, uh, helping her. Linda, I've been helping her with, you know, trust God, let God speak, give him, give him direction. Um, it's not a, it's not a false uh, a, a trust where, well, whatever. Uh, yeah, they'll just go everywhere and uh, we won't worry about it. It's, it's trust God is going to speak to you mm-hmm. to give you direction, give you insight. Right. Sometimes he's going to say, no, you know what? I don't want you going there. Or mm-hmm. here's how I want to do it. Well, so they were going to go to this meet and, uh, and the kids were a little bit in worry and she was in worry. Uh, and uh, she said, well, let's ask God. And they got led to Psalm 91. Mm-hmm. Uh, he who dwells in the shelter of the Almighty uh, will uh, be protected uh, no evil will befall you. Uh, you will have uh, uh, resolution. God will will take care of you. Uh, no pestilence will come near you. It's really interesting. <clears throat> so they read that psalm on the way to this meet, right? Um, and they said, "Hey, do you believe it?" And we and they all the kids uh, said these these girls said, "Yeah, we we believe this." Uh, God gave us this this verse. We can trust it. We can go to the meet, and we're going to be fine. Uh, so uh, they prayed and, and read the psalm. Uh, so she reports back. She said, uh, I picked them up from the meet, and they said, hey, <laughs> the psalm worked. Uh, mm. Because um, because of uh, the COVID issue, uh, generally we've got, you know, 10 lanes, et cetera, of uh, of people that are swimming and all together and huddled together, uh, actually only uh, four showed up. So we, we had separate lanes and we didn't have to congregate like we normally did. And so we were protected um, and God pres- provided an answer to that, to that, with that psalm that he gave us and we're fine. Uh, we don't have any trouble. With oh, that's that. great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, and you could look at that and say, you know, people can say, well, that was lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, or that was coincidence yeah, or that was whatever. Coincidence. It was no, um, uh, they, they understood that God just bore witness with signs and wonders and miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit. Because why? Well, you had a heart to hear. Right. Uh, and, and that's how it works is that uh, uh, you'll see this and you'll see this all the time. God is at work all the time saying, hey, did you see what I'm doing? Did you, do you see what I'm doing? Do you see what I'm doing? And the more that you do, and this is what this did for this family, is it encouraged them to say, well, why don't we live that way? Right. Uh, because God is God cares about us at that level, and we can trust it, that we'll get instruction, we'll get information, including, uh, by the way, um, it doesn't mean we're exempt. So... Um, as I think I shared, I, I got I got COVID over uh, the holidays, uh, right. at the end of the holidays. So it wasn't like, uh, well, I didn't trust in Psalm 91. It was, I did trust in Psalm 91. Given mm-hmm. that I had it, uh, Father, what do you have to say about that? Right. Uh, you know, t- get some rest. It's not going to be severe. You're not going to lose your taste. You're not going to lose your smell. Uh, you're not going to have congestion. You're not going to have uh, fever. Uh, it'll just be a few days. Uh, actually, you're, you're, I'm giving you this so that you're you're immune to it. Right. Uh, 
so here's my answer to you, given that I had the problem. Uh, so it's not like I never have any trouble. Right. It's given the situation, now what? What do you have to say about that now? Um, and, and God delivers. So, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Um, okay, go to uh, Deuteronomy 6 um, uh, and go 16 through 19. Deuteronomy 6, uh, 16 to 19. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test as you tested him at Massa. You shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes, which he has commanded you. And you shall do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may go well with you, that you may go in and take possession of the good land that the Lord swore to give your fathers by thrusting out all your enemies from before you, as the Lord has promised. Yep. Uh, so he says, um, uh, don't tempt me um, as you did in uh, Masa. Uh, so this is an interesting one. Uh, he said, rather. What is that from? Well, that's where we're going we're gonna to look at it. Okay. Exodus 17. Uh, it's. Um, he says, rather, um, be obedient, keep the commandments, the, the instruction that I'm going to give you. And as you, as you follow that, it's going to go well for you. And you're going to possess the beautiful promises that I have for you. So he said, you have a choice to make. Are you going to follow me? Mm-hmm. By the way, if you do, it'll go well. Right. And you'll I'll deliver to you the covenant. I know you got a problem. Let me deliver to you my answer. Follow, listen, process, stay with me. Let me do that. Yeah, that's your Now he said or if you if you aren't willing to do that and you want to tempt me, it's not going to go well for you. Uh, okay, so go to Exodus. Uh, this is a story of Massa. Uh, Exodus 17, 1 to 7. Exodus 17, 1 to 7. All the congregation of the people of Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin by stages, according to the commandment of the Lord, and camped at Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore, the people quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water, and the people grumbled against Moses and said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt, to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? So Moses cried to the Lord, What shall I do with these people? <laughs> they are almost all ready to stone they are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said to Moses, Pass on before the people, taking with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock at Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water shall come out of it, and the people will drink. And Moses did so at the sight of the elders of Israel, and he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the quarreling of the people of Israel and because they tested the Lord by saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Okay. Uh, So, um, you know, and he says in Deuteronomy, Don't test me as you did at Massa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he describes the situation. Um, and uh, they had a problem. Mm-hmm. They're out in the wilderness and there's no water. Mm-hmm. Well, you need water. <laughs> right. Uh, and he said they're thirsty, properly so. Uh, what did they do? 
they started complaining and grumbling and doubting God at that point. Yeah, like, why? And, it, and and doubting Moses's leadership as well. Yeah, uh, and see the the phraseology here is, "I demand you give me water." Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and they complained, they grumbled, and they were demanding. And and uh, see, Jesus looked at that, or Christ uh, looked at that, and said, "You're tempting." That's tempting me by demanding something from me. And and the and the the heart that they had, which he says in verse seven, is really fundamentally what? Is God with us or not? Right. And we'll we'll prove it if he's with us by demanding that he solve my right. problem. Then I'll know that and he's with me. And that's how they were testing him. That's yeah. how they were testing is um, God, you prove to me that you're going to solve the problem that I'm demanding. And if you do, then I'll believe you. If you don't, mm-hmm. then I'm assuming you're not with me. Um, and so mm-hmm. you got to prove it to me. That's tempting God. And God says, right. don't, you, nope, it ain't going to work that way. Um, right. Because then what, what happens is I, I'm then, then going to flip it and have you become God. And now you're going to direct traffic and say, I want, I want, I want, and God provide for me and prove to me that you're God by providing for me. He says, I can't let you do that because, first of all, you don't know as much as I do. <laughs> um, and you don't have the power to deliver things. Um, I do. I know I know best. And he said, so what I'd rather have you do, and, he, and he's describing the situation, uh, in this scenario, you got you need water. What would God have rather had them do? Really come to them, come to Him and ask. Yeah. What do you have to say? What you know? Is there is there some provision you have for us? What are you What are you doing yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah. Father, uh, we got a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need water. Uh, what do you have to say about that? Would you please uh, speak to us, show us, and guide us into your resolution for it? Uh, which, by the way, God provided for him and said. Right. You know, even if you're complaining, I'm still going to take care of it. But uh, he says it's a heart thing. Uh, And as you're going to allow me to deliver to you the resolution to your problem, your heart would be, I got a problem and I need your help. What do you have to say to me and what are you going to lead me to and what are you going to guide me into your resolution? And I'll follow you with an expectation that you will. I'm not going to test you. I'm not going to be demanding. I'm not going to be grumbling. I'm not going to be complaining. Uh, but rather, um, I'm going to look to you. And you say, if I do that, it'll go well for me. And you'll deliver it to me. So it's, it's a matter of which direction we come in. Right. Are we willing to surrender and follow God's will uh, with an expectation that he's going to deliver it? Or... Are we stubborn, arrogant, prideful, and say, you better take care of me or else? By the right. way, when, when he doesn't, because we're demanding and we're tempting him, we get madder. Um, and then I knew that wasn't going to happen. And I got to go take right. care of this myself. And you actually walk and, further away from God. Yeah. And there's <laughs> some real gravity in doing that as well, because in doing that, we're actually partnering with the enemy. We're yes. believing lies that the enemy is saying about our God. And when we're agreeing with the enemy on those lies, we better believe we're in a, a place we don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know. Right. And then and then God says, I can't, I can't bear witness with signs, wonders, miracles, and gifts of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Because... Um, uh, you're neglecting so great a salvation. Why? Mm-hmm. You've decided you're going to go your own way and you're demanding right. me to go your way and I can't do that. 
um, I have an answer. If you have a soft heart, I'll deliver that answer. Um, so we're really urging everybody to look at your, your perspective. Are you upset with God for some reason? Are you uh, feeling like he ain't taking care of you? Um, go through a process of, of going through Gethsemane, uh, re, re, surrendering your will. I'm willing to follow you. Um, I'm not going to be demanding. Um, I am going to come to you and seek your answers, and I do expect you to provide those answers. Show me the way. And God says, fantastic. Now that you will, I will, I will do that. And I would just add, um, the start of that process a lot of times is asking him to actually examine our hearts. Yes. Because we can't even, we don't even recognize it sometimes in ourselves with nearly the clarity that he does. And right. so asking him to reveal where, we, where we're doing that yeah. is a big starting point yeah, as well. that's right. That's right. All right, well, uh, we'll pick this up again uh, tomorrow, but that's uh, it's a, it's a really an interesting story about... Um, you know, don't neglect his salvation. Don't get stubborn. Um, don't test me. Right. Uh, don't complain. Why don't you just come and ask me? And all we can say is when you learn that, God will deliver and he will show you the way and it will go well for you and, and that we can right. we can trust that. Right. And actually, I think we're picking this one up Monday because tomorrow we have um, Tom and Suzanne Ewing as guests. Yep. And that's one you guys are not going to want to miss. They are some of our very favorite people. Um, just inspirational to hear how God has worked in their lives. And you just see the authenticity um, as you hear their stories. Yep. So you won't want to miss that one. Yep. Tune in tomorrow yep. for and Tom and Suzanne yep. Ewing. And then we'll pick this up again uh, next week. So we'll look forward yes, to it. Absolutely. All right. Have All right. a great day. Thanks for joining us, okay. everyone. All right. See you, Kathy. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.